Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Body Bags with Joseph Scott Morgan. greatest joy that I have experienced in my life was the birth of my children. It's, it's like this, it's a culmination. It's a start, but it's kind of a culmination of this, this ramping up. And particularly when you're young and your first child comes along and it, it is joyful. It's hard to describe, you know, tears of joy. You know, people hear, hear about that when a child is born. I think a lot of that is, the release of anxiety because there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of fear leading up to the birth of a child. Uh, just terrifying. I, I remember laying awake at night thinking, you know, how in the world am I going to do this? You know, how in the world am I going to support my child? 
those few days leading up to the birth, when you know that your wife has gone full term and you don't know what's waiting around the corner, it's enough to make very strong men tremble in their boots. I know it did for me. Today, we're going to discuss a young couple that never made it to that point of ecstasy to gaze into the eyes of their newborn child. We're going to talk about a young couple that were executed. And as a result of their execution, their precious little child that had yet to be born but was due died as well. I'm Joseph Scott Morgan, and this is Body Bags. I remember the first time I strapped a child seat, and it's not really a seat, it's more like a carrier, Dave, into the back of my car at the hospital. <laughs> and you, you, you think about it, and I, I remember uh, thinking, I should have practiced this. <laughs> <laughs> and you're... You're sitting there and you're thinking, you know, how in the world am I going to, first off, leave the hospital safely? And people are doing this for thousands of years, you know, you know, going places with their baby. But this was my first time. How are you going to transport this precious little new life that's so fragile? And everybody's telling you it's fragile. Right. <laughs> how are you going to do this? Get home. And then once you get home, what are you going to do? Uh, and I remember I have distinct memories of that. Um, the old movie Knocked Up, where at the end of the movie, uh, Seth Rogen's driving down the road with a newborn child, and he's driving like on one of the LA, I guess it's five or one of those. Uh, he's driving down the highway in the far right lane at about 25 miles <laughs> per hour. That that was me, man. Now, I don't know about you. Did you have that feeling too? I was more I, like I raising you. Arizona with a baby in the middle of the freeway. That was pretty much me. <laughs> I yeah, know. You know, got the extremes. <laughs> One of my favorite movies, man, of oh. all time, Raising well, Arizona. It, you know, when you talk about having that first child, and it, it is a shocking moment of clarity because for a guy – you watch things. You you participate at the beginning, and the rest of it, you're pretty much an observer. You support or whatever, but you know, a woman goes through all the physical changes and the right, bonding right. with this new body. I mean, there's a lot going on with a woman where a guy totally out of control. There's not one thing a man can do other than allow you to break his fingers while you grip, you know, during yeah. birth. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. really kind of limited. Boy, it's it's quite it's quite the undertaking. Uh, are you prepped? And yeah. that's the biggest thing. Are, are you prepped? And, you know, today talking about this case and I say being prepped, um, I, um, there were some images that had popped up in regards to the the mother of of this unborn child, uh, Savannah. Savannah Soto is her name. Um, and the preparation part of this. Uh, I don't know if you ever went to a baby shower. Maybe you have now at this stage in your life. But you talk about being a fish out of water. Uh, you know, you're sitting there in this environment. And you don't really realize what's going on as a man. And you see these 
presents, these offerings that are being brought to you, and you're thinking, what? What's a breast pump for? <laughs> why, why am I? You know, why are you handing me these? You know, these bags of diapers and you know uh we need bumpers for yeah. the for the interior of the crib and i'm thinking what's a bump you know like all of these things and you know with savannah soto she had had the shower and i could see the joy in her face and uh, you know her her boyfriend christopher was sitting there as well and he kind of had that he, he kind of had that look as he's holding something. I remember he's holding a bag of diapers in one of these images. And I'm thinking, I understand where his mind is at that moment in time. I can't attest to the rest of his life, but at that moment in time, you see that. But there's a nervous energy about it. There's this anticipation, and you're thinking about, are you prepped? But, Dave, i got to tell you, brother, uh, there is no way they could have been prepared for, you know, for, for what, what was coming down the tracks at them. That, know, that's what makes this case so markedly tragic. Savannah Soto is 18 years old. Her boyfriend is Matthew Guerra. He's 22. They have carried, they say they, because they were a couple romantically involved. It was their child they were expecting. And Savannah had carried the baby full term to the point where it's now past due, and we have scheduled a labor and we're going to induce labor. Let me get this straight, Dave. Matthew and Savannah, they're they're living together. Yes. So you know the family, and again, that's that's one of those moments in time. Uh, you know, uh, you you think about as a parent, you're thinking, "Oh Lord, my child is out there; she's pregnant," and the I, I don't have any control over this. The responsibility is upon them. So he was he was involved in this whole process. Yes. was he? Was and he? they were a cut. They were living together as a couple, expecting their newborn. You're right. And and granted, eighteen is young, but in some families, eighteen is looked at differently than it is others. Right. Uh, Savannah Soto's family, her mother, uh, her family looked at her as a young adult. She was living with her boyfriend, and they were having a baby. It it was like age didn't really come into play for them as they were looking at this family unit, adding to it with a child. And the families were both involved in the process. Her family, you know, was aware of her doctor's appointments and when she was going and where and all that. That's why you had the pictures from the baby shower, because there were family and friends really involved in this. So when they can't yeah. find Savannah... They're concerned. Her due date has passed. She's getting ready to have labor induced. And now we can't get her on the phone. So finally, Savannah's family calls police. They spent all day on the 21st, December 21st. They're looking everywhere when they can't find her. They've kind of set their own date going on the 23rd. She's having the baby induced and we can't find her. Call the police. So on December 22nd, a day before she is scheduled to be induced, they get out a missing persons report on Savannah Soto. And, by the way, Matthew Guerra's family is going through the same thing. They can't find him either. And oh. so they report him missing at the same time. So now it's not just an 18-year-old pregnant girl that nobody can find or a 22-year-old young man that his family doesn't know where he is. This is a couple expecting a child, and both are now missing. Yeah, this is a different dynamic than, say, you've got two 
you know, you've got two young lovers that are going to run off and elope somewhere that this dynamic you're talking about where the framework has been laid. And I, I know this, uh, I actually was present for an interview with, with Savannah's mother. They had, they had their apartment baby ready. If you know what I mean? I mean, they mm-hmm. had it all set up. The bed was set up the whole nine yards. They're fully aware. Why, as an investigator, you when you get a bit of information about um, a pregnant woman in particular, and the one thing you're you're wanting is, I think, for the parent, obviously, and even more so with a, a brand new parent, you want safety and security that you're not going to run off somewhere, right? Because you've got the groundwork laid that you want to take this precious young life back to that you know that everything's going to be safe, it's going to be secure, and everything's going to be okay. And, you know, in this case, Dave, um, you know, they're they're in a mad rush to try to find these kids. And that's why, after they were initially reported missing, uh, the Texas Department of Public Safety released what they call a clear alert for Savannah on Christmas Day. The alert gave a description of Matthews uh, Garris' car, a 2013 gray Kia Optima, this was a key part of the investigation. I mean, right away, they get a call saying, and by the way, I think it was the family that got called by a resident at yeah. this uh, northwest side apartment complex that reaches out to the family and says, hey, um, there's a car over here that matches the description of that 2013 gray Kia Optima in our parking lot. The car had been backed into a spot. The car was not parked like it would just you know, you're in the apartment complex, you park your car and go on in. It actually was placed there and backed in. I find it interesting that this car was essentially backed in to a space at this apartment complex that was essentially as far away from prying eyes as it could possibly be in this location. And one of the little tragic elements about this is that this car was right adjacent to the hospital where Savannah would have delivered her precious little newborn. I'm Joseph Scott Morgan, and a big shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. I live in an area where allergies are a day-to-day issue, and finding an over-the-counter option for relief is like the holy grail. I use Astapro, and I strongly recommend you give it a try. Astapro is a first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray, and it's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays can take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Years ago, when I got out of my field full-time, I was diagnosed with PTSD. I had sleep disorder. I had depression. And for me, I had to turn to someone to talk to, somebody that could aid me along the path to healing, to restore me to that person that maybe I was at one point in time, to make me better for not just myself, but my family. If you're thinking about therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You can do this anytime that you like. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com bags today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com slash bags. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. It doesn't matter. It, it, it really doesn't matter how much time passes for investigators. Um, you know, the, the old line, you know, you drunk enough whiskey to float a battleship. Uh, there, there's not enough whiskey in the world. Uh, there's not enough, many times, even therapy for those of us that have been in the field as investigators to eradicate images from our minds of the things that we see. And, you know, Dave, when the investigators arrived at the scene, I know this now, I didn't know it uh, uh, initially, they found this young couple in this vehicle, this, this Optima that you had mentioned. And Dave, first off, Matthew is in the back seat. It's his vehicle. And Savannah is in the front passenger seat. And according to the report we have, her, her child carrier, the, you know, what they're going to convey this precious little life home in has been placed on top of her body. And, and for me, that, that's a, that's a, 
I, I don't know if it's a uh, an issue with obscuring the face. You know, we talk about face covering, uh, an idea of familiarity. Maybe it's guilt on the part of whoever did this horrible deed. I, I know for me, it's kind of an exclamation point mm-hmm. in in the trajectory of the story. Well, you mentioned trajectory, and I got to ask you, Joe. We know we've got Savannah Soto in the front seat. We have her um, boyfriend, Matthew, in the back. Now, from the reports, it says they were both shot in the head. Yeah. And there are a couple other things I want to lay in here. Police say that Matthew appeared to have been drugged into the back seat. And this is not the location where they were shot. So, or where they were murdered, they were brought here after they were murdered. Now, after the car was found, we saw videotape that showed when the car arrived in this spot, correct? We do. And, and, and it's kind of a, you know, I was watching something the other day and I think that everybody will identify with it. We can, we can have satellite imagery from space of details on right. earth that are so very fine and, and granted, you know, that this is probably not fair. Uh, and, and those, you know, you can see clearly what's on the ground, right? Yet you have these CCTV cameras where things are grainy and gray and dark, grainy, gray, digitized, you know, that right. sort of thing. But what I do know is that the imagery that they had with the CT CCTV is you've got a full size, um, full size pickup truck. And it, when I say full size, I mean, it's got like two full doors on the rear. So it's, okay. a, it's a dual cab. Okay. Um, newer. It looks, it looks to be a Chevy, I think. Um, and you can see the outline of the plate. Okay. And you can see that it's on a white background. Uh, and you can see that there are digits that are on there, but I, you know, and I, I swear, Dave, I froze, I froze my screen or paused it a couple of times and tried to make out the detail because I'm thinking this is like, this is like, you know, walking down the road and finding it from an investigative standpoint, it's like finding a, a, just a nugget of gold laying on top of the ground. Cause you know, this is a nice truck. This is not like some beater, right? That somebody stole, somebody's still making monthly notes on this mm-hmm. truck. When you look at it, that's how new it is. And it's an, it's an upper end, you know, model. And you're thinking somebody owns this, this is going to be tied back to somebody. And so the car, the truck actually is, you see the rear of the, of the truck in the imagery and you can make out that there is a license plate. You can kind of, and I urge anybody that's listening to this, go and tell me what you think about it. Uh, but you can actually see that you think you can pick up on the brand. The truck was actually stopped and the lights were off. It was just sitting there. And then all of a sudden the Kia appears, it comes into frame and pulls up alongside. So you see the front end of the Kia facing in the opposite direction and this Hulk of a guy. And when I say Hulk, um, I don't mean like he's muscular. This guy's got like a gigantic beer gut, it looks mm-hmm. like. I mean, it is literally hanging over. Stay puff marshmallow man. Uh, yeah. And actually in forensics, we call it, uh, he, he might have ascites, which is uh, something that you get with uh, people that like their beer. 
abdomen is tense. It's it's distended. I mean, and I wouldn't normally make a big deal out of that, but this guy had on like a t-shirt that was big, but yet it didn't cover everything. You still had, um, it, it looked like he had, um, uh, you know, a, a, a skin sack hanging down below the margins of the, of the t-shirt is just hanging there. I'm thinking they're going to find out who this person is because there's no way you could like hide him in a crowd. And when the Kia pulls up, the one thing you can make out is that the person it's a, it's a dark grainy image. That person gets out of the vehicle, out of the Kia. And there's an exchange between the big guy and the guy driving the Kia, and what you see with the guy driving the Kia is he's got long hair, and it's dark, but you can't make out his face, even though they kind of rotate around, and a towel is passed between them too, Dave. And yeah. I think that that is a salient piece of information when you're looking at it from a forensic standpoint, um, because the the towel is handed off to the guy in the truck, or, or handed from the truck to the to the person in the car and then it's handed back what can be implied by that i think well now all of this is on the surveillance video after the after the car has been found and police are looking back at it and they find this so now we we know that savannah soto and matthew garrow were not murdered in that location we oh, well do we even know that are are they seen can you, in the video, can you see anybody yeah, else? Other, okay. I got to tell you this. And it was one of the most ominous things. I'm going to tell you, I, I was actually, when I first saw the image, I was doing a live hit. Sometimes you'll be sitting in the chair when you're covering these things in the media. And you'll pick up on things as you're watching it in real time with the host. And I think I was on with Julie Grant. I, I can't remember. And I was watching this thing. And Dave, um, one of the things that struck me, buddy, was that, these windows in this Kia are really dark. I mean, and it's dark outside, but I, I strained, I tried to see through there. And, you know, after the fact you're thinking, okay, so were these remains in the cabin of this vehicle? And I, I, I'd vote yes. I'd raise my hand. I'd say, yeah, yeah. I think that they were in, in the vehicle. And so you're actually seeing perhaps, facing facing the windshield you're thinking okay her body is there but you can't see it it's through the you know through the if you could view if you were up on it and you were really straining you might could see her he's in the back seat all the windows are intact in this car there it's not like something has been blown out you know which i, I see with gunfire cases involving vehicles many mm -hmm. times um you see when when things are randomized and that's a real that's a touchstone here in this case when things are randomized and you have like drive-by shootings you'll see glass blown everywhere mm. and defects in the car you don't see that here you you don't you don't see it at all matter of fact car looks like it's in pristine condition you know from what you're seeing right there but you know you have this kind of i had that kind of gut-wrenching moment for for a second as that guy that got out of the car that was driving that Kia, that ain't Matthew. All right. That is, that is not him. He's in that car. The body is in that car. Her body is in that car right then and there. 
there's some kind of exchange that's taking a place between the fellow driving the truck, the fellow driving the Kia, and you know that they they're trying to decide what to do with the vehicle at that moment in time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To my own detriment, I have made, uh, and I won't mention the case, but I have made the, uh, the comment that uh, a vehicle, um, a vehicle can be a rolling crime scene. And that's what makes that's what makes cases involving vehicles kind of difficult to work as opposed to like if you're in a static structure, Dave, like a home, all right, or even a mobile home where you have some 
somebody that has been the victim of homicide within a structure, it's static. It's not necessarily going anywhere, but with a car, you know, you and I have just had a discussion where we're thinking, well, were they killed in the car or were they killed somewhere else? And the car is used as a uh, transportation mode. Um, you know, what you, you, you sit around, you try to think out the dynamics of it because, you know, there's been cases, man, I, I had a, I had a case many years ago, uh, where a guy, uh, killed a fellow in Atlanta and was pulled over, uh, by state troopers in Ohio and the body was still in the back seat. You don't know what happens. Vehicles, it, it, it adds another element to anything that you're looking at from a forensic perspective. Based on the car being pulled into the location as we now see and realizing it's not Matthew Guerra that is driving the car, knowing that Savannah Soto has been found dead in the front seat passenger side of the car with the carrier, the baby carrier on placed on top of her, that Matthew Guerra is in the back seat laying down and has been shot in the head. The police said the un, their unborn baby was also dead in the car. What they're saying is that this unborn baby had died in utero as a result of the mother being shot. And that's very important here because you're not, and I think that people are real quick to think, you know, you're looking at uh, a double homicide. This isn't a double homicide, it's a triple homicide. And that's the way this, you know, this case is taking place in in San Antonio, Texas. And I can guarantee you this, that's the way they're going to operate this. And even, I, you know, I knew something was up from the beginning because uh, news reports that were initially coming out about this case said that, uh, and this was coming from the police, said that they're investigating a capital homicide. And generally with capital homicide, and that means that capital punishment is on the table and capital punishment is on the table in Texas, trust me. Um, Many times it involves, and it, 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 you go from state to state, uh, but you can get the needle for killing multiple people. You can get the needle many times for uh, killing someone. I know in some states, I think it's in Louisiana where I learned criminal law, anybody under the age of 12. So this would qualify. And the fact that they've got her, her prenatal history so well documented mm-hmm. You can put a doctor on the stand. Now listen to this. They would have they would have taken the baby at at autopsy. Okay, trust me. They uh, I've done this. They actually removed the baby at autopsy. Uh, do you know a separate autopsy is done for that baby? I, I no. don't think people realize that, and no. it, it is, and that's all going to be documented along the way. And the reason that is important. If you're adhering to the letter of the law, it will have been documented scientifically that this child's viable. Okay. It will be documented. This child was not dead in utero prior to this event occurring with the mother of the child. Because we know so, that it was a full-term baby because they were full-term. getting ready to induce labor. But uh, You're absolutely right. And and they had all of the markers, you know, all those things we talked about being mm-hmm. a new parent where you have to go to all the prenatal visits. The baby right. carrier was placed on top of her dead body. It's right there. They were Let me ask you this. this. Yeah. Yo, is it possible? When we covered the story of Lacey Peterson and her baby Connor, 
Yeah. She was not full term. He was, she was murdered two and months or so before he was due, I believe. But when her body was found, yeah. uh, the, the Connor, the baby was found outside the womb. And yeah. you explained how uh, the body would expel the baby right. coffin birth. Yeah. Right. Well, in this particular case, if Savannah Soto is murdered by a gunshot to the head, could her vol- her body volunt- uh, involuntarily expel the baby? It, it's possible. We don't have that information at this point in time. Um, and I'm, I'm curious to see if that was the dynamic that occurred. But I've worked, I've worked more cases involving uh, pregnant mothers uh, where the body of the child is still in utero as opposed to having coffin births. Generally coffin births occur after a long interval of decomposition. You know, that, that will happen. You have a, a, a degrading of the tissue that, you know, there's kind of this uh, anatomical architecture that's going on in the body, you know, that is compromised at that point in time. But not here. I mean, this but happened not, very not quickly. Here. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think so. But here's another interesting point along this. You know, Matthew was identified pretty quickly. And this goes to these levels of identification that we use. Uh, we try to be very careful. Uh, we have a female that's obviously pregnant, but yet her and she's a known, a known person within Matthew's life. She mm-hmm. is missing. But yet it took longer to get her identified or for them to release a positive identity on her. So I don't know if that has to do with facial trauma or, or something like that, because it can, because the bodies were not found for three days. But, you know, this time of year, even in South Texas, you're not going to have, it's not going to be like July in South Texas, all right? The ME actually stated that Matthew had died of a contact gunshot wound. Well, what does that mean? Because spatial spatial proximity, all right, and when you're talking about gunfire, is it tells you a lot about the environment that a body is found in and about the relationship prior to death that the victim has with the perpetrator. Dave, in order to get to the point where you have a contact gunshot wound, you have to be approximating this person like in a within the personal bubble and when they say contact they don't they're not just saying that passively they're actually saying that the end of that muzzle of that weapon was placed against his head when that weapon was discharged into his head well how does that happen um well you're going to have to get this i don't know he's he looks like a rather healthy six foot tall young man to you know acquiesce to you to, you know, kind of turn himself over um, and uh, make his head available, you know, and how are you going to do that? Well, this goes to familiarity, doesn't it? I think that in this, it, you learn a lot about the perpetrator in this one moment in time when they release this information about this case, that this person was able to get so close to Matthew that he could take the, the muzzle of that weapon and place it up against this kid's head and pull the trigger. Now, they haven't said a lot. We do know that Savannah has died as a result of a gunshot wound to the head, but they haven't talked about proximity relative to her. They mentioned contact wound for Matthew Guerra. Yes. That is not mentioned 
with Savannah Soto. So am I to assume that since it's not mentioned directly, that it was not a contact wound or that they didn't place the gun muzzle right up to her head? Right. That That's one of the assumptions we could make. And also, um, you know how I'd mentioned that it took it. They delayed in making the identification on her. If her body was traumatically compromised to the point, but still, you know, I'm scratching my head thinking about what I'm saying here. Um, you can still ascertain, even if a head is greatly traumatized, you can, what we will do in, in the morgue is when you have a, a gunshot wound to the head, um, we have to go through this long process. We shave all of the heads, uh, not every inch of the head, but anything that we believe is in proximity to a gunshot wound to the head, we shave the hair off. The reason you have to do that is that the hair obscures any kind of powder deposition on the surface of the skin, even in bodies are decomposed. Um, you know, we'll, we'll go through that act in order to, to, try to ascertain range of fire because range of fire is everything. And, and in a case like this, it certainly is because you begin to think about, well, who is within their circle that could have gotten that close to them. And when you think about the vehicle that they're in, this is a Kia Optima. It, it's not, you're not talking about, you know, uh, your, your grandpappy's, you know, Cadillac, 1973 Cadillac Eldorado here. You're talking about a very small space and you're going to have dynamic blood deposition if it occurs within the cabin of that car, even if it's a single GSW to the head, it, you're, you're going to have this, this blowout that's going to occur even in, uh, even in small portion. And, oh, this is the other thing. If it is a contact gunshot wound, you've heard the term blow back. Um, what you have to think about is that as that weapon is being placed to a head uh, and the trigger the firing sequence is initiated. You've got the projectile coming out of the weapon, but you've also got a tremendous uh, injection of gas that's occurring. So anything is going to be blown back. It'll be blown back onto the hand of the perpetrator and onto the surface of the weapon. So finding that weapon is going to be key, I think. And if, if this is, if the, if it occurred inside the vehicle so you you might even have if they were shot simultaneously you could have within this vehicle you could have overlay of blood deposition you could have her blood commingled with his even though he's in the back seat and the perpetrator on their clothes they might have blood from both of these subjects which is not beyond uh the realm of possibility we don't know that they were killed in the car right we know the police say that uh, Matthew Guerra actually had been dragged into the back. So obviously he could have been killed in the front seat and pulled out and drug around to the back. Right. I'm not suggesting yeah. that, Yeah. but we don't know any of that yet. And we know they were not killed in the location where their bodies were found based on the surveillance video of the car being pulled into that spot. Yeah. And I think that they're, as time goes by, there's going to be more CCTV that is released in this because I think they've got that car probably, I mean, look, we can't escape it nowadays, can we, buddy? Uh, it th That car is going to be going in front of a lens somewhere, yep. you know, and not to mention, and this is where, you know, electronic forensics is really going to pay, play key. Remember Mama? Mama and family are trying to find her. You know, her phone is, you know, it, they're ringing her phone. Matthew's probably got a phone. Where are the phones? 
And if they can narrow this down where these phones are pinging off of, Lord knows, Dave, you, you might even have a circumstance if they were near a CCTV camera, you might even have a circumstance where you have, you can bear witness to a muzzle flash in this case. We don't now, know what they have at this point. I was so glad you gave the description of what was seen on the surveillance video, even though it wasn't crystal clear. You described the people that were arrested and you gave a good description of them based on the blurry, grainy photo video that you saw. Yeah. The people that were arrested, it's a father-son duo. And police have been very specific about who did what to whom. So the police know a whole lot more than they are telling us. Yeah, and and both of these individuals have, in fact, been charged. And I find it interesting that the father, who is who turns out to be this rather protuberant individual, um, he's charged with abuse of a corpse. Uh, and that goes to Ramon Prashado. He's 53. Yep. Handling of the body, Dave. Right. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So, you know, that's what he's, you know, that's, so that leaves us, the son has Christopher now been charged. Prashado, 19. Yeah. yeah. He's been charged with long homicide. hair. When I saw it, this is what I thought. I thought, oh my God, if that adult male is the perpetrator in this case, um, that hair could be found inside the cabin of that car and boy it's very distinctive very distinctive it's 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 long black wavy you know it is there man and i'm thinking wow uh if they tie that back to him that's very specific because now you're getting you're getting into dna and of course that's what everybody wants to know are you going to find you know the dad's dna along with the son's DNA in this environment that might be commingled with the victim's DNA. Um, there's a lot more, I think, that is, is going to be coming about as a result of this case. But I do know this. I do know that perhaps the greatest gift of all, that tiny, precious little life, Fabian, a gift that never arrived. I'm Joseph Scott Morgan, and this is Body Bags. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Revoid. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network.